0: That's right, we didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carosa, and with me as always, my sweet, sweet baby boy co-host. It's your boy,
1: Chris Mejia, with no auto-tune this time. What happened? That's that's right. Uh, I just decided I want to keep you on your toes, you know? It's expected every single time. And just like the ending of this episode, I wanted to do something that you aren't going to see coming that's right keeping you on your toes i'm doing shit you're not i don't don't know know what what you're talking
0: about (laughs) i saw everything coming this is one of the most predictable episodes i've ever heard of look uh chris what are you talking about (laughs) yeah you should if any episode if there was any episode to do the autotune for it'd be this one you do actually
1: to be perfectly honest i'm last night when i was watching i missed the first 15 minutes uh, so I was very confused by the ending. <laughs> and then when I rewatched it th- today, I was like, oh, never mind this. I, I should have seen this a mile away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because like the first two minutes, it gives it. A- Look, we're not going to get into the episode without our guests. First of all, Chris, I love you very, very much. Uh, do you want to do you want to introduce your, our our, our guest this week or do I have the honors of doing so? Uh, <laughs> Chris is bad at intros. I'll do it. Guys, a first time guest. I'm told that it is honestly. I was reading the crazy. email to
1: get all the credits, but no, you do it. You're better at I it. I got it. You're the better credit. at it, baby.
0: Chris, <laughs> your our guest today, we pulled her back in to mm-hmm. the grasp
2: that mm-hmm. is the Bachelor
0: franchise. Mm-hmm. You know how people dip and dive out of this franchise. Well, guess what? We got one of those long canes on a stage and we hooked her back in. Mm-hmm. Sophie James of Elevated Garbage joins us today. Hi, Sophie. Oh, pull,
2: pull, Hi, pull, my... pull,
0: pull. You
2: know oh. what? If I hear uh, uh, the soundboard of Let's Go, I will <laughs> reach through like the Matrix and snap your neck. Um, uh, what, about, okay, what about Violence Aside? Kind
0: of Is this one okay? Let's go. Yeah, I like that. OK, OK, it was Mario. Like it was Mario. I'll, I'll uh,
1: Mikey, that. I finally got a soundboard and of I course, have already you finally
2: did it. obnoxious, obnoxious. Of course. and I have been. We knew
1: ob... He would be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know what? i like times a th- thousand.
1: I got to throw people off now. So now I'm going to add some random shit like uh, NPR quotes on it. Like I'm just going to yeah. have <laughs> yes, fucking this you, American life drops. You,
0: on. you have to
2: use your soundboard for evil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what
2: you, you got to do. A punk. You know what? Yes, Sophie's in. You don't just cut off Bone Crusher like that. Oh, but um, we play it
0: too often, and I don't want to get in trouble again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay. you get an email? you nah, don't we have get the an rights. email.
0: Bone Crusher doesn't have those kind of people right now. Okay. He's
2: not, he's not paying anybody. No, he dropped that one song and was out. Um, I would Put like out that whole to... album that was god awful. Attention if, if it was god awful. Have you listened to the wall?
0: Him trying to hold a note—it was crazy.
2: The only one I
0: listen
2: to is Led Zeppelin. So I don't. Yeah, we're not. I'm never going to listen to an entire Bone Crusher album. I've never been that depressed.
0: (laughs) I've been morbidly curious enough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did you know that Never Scared was the theme song for the 2003 Atlanta Braves um, yeah,
2: that tracks that was the height of ATL music, t- like everywhere, the, the I mean, top 10.
0: Yeah, the crunk era. Exactly. Little John had a chokehold on that era.
2: I'm still I'm surprised that I haven't heard that Little John's a billionaire because the amount of capital and producer rights he had. And even like when he moved into EDM and had the rich vapid white people's money like this man mm-hmm. is just like Flo Rida still gets checks from that god awful song. And you um, know what? He
0: keeps his money quiet, which is he what really he does. You, you <laughs> know <laughs>
2: what? Money talks and wealth whispers. So there we go. He knows. He knows. He knows. <laughs> Speaking of knowing, I did want to correct you for an earlier when in the intro you said I I dipped in and out. I actually had been watching the uh, Bachelor since the series premiere. I right. was. Um, 15 years old. And so that was 2002, 2003, I believe. And yeah. my last episode that I watched was um, from embalmed mozzarella's uh, season. And Clayton sorry I don't know I didn't know if anyone knew him of that name but to me he's embalmed mozzarella and so his finale was what March 2022 and so Mm. I watched it for 19 years
0: wow and just got too
2: toxic well it's
0: been pretty awful (laughs) like
2: it oh yeah and got progressively worse until he blew up the machine. it was just his season was disgusting
0: yeah I'll say there have been seasons that have been toxic, but fun. Uh, Yes. Yes. And there are a lot of seasons that are just like nice, but I'll say this season has been pretty enjoyable to watch. It's the first season in a long time that I feel like, oh, I want to watch this. But then I forget near the end. I lose interest. Every, every single (laughs) season, hometowns roll around and unless we've got a Jed I don't give yeah. a shit. I, I don't forget. <laughs> oh my god. I always
1: Jeff. forget until it finally comes that hometowns is consistently one of the most boring episodes on each season of the show. Every
2: time really. Yeah. Uh, Did you not just... watch Sean Lowe's season when no. uh, Desiree's white trash brother um threatened to beat his ass on national television? No, and... there are
0: dime a dozen. There are no the every single class
2: the nuances around class in that episode and then he dropped her so quick it was the most chaotic and hood rat thing of all time and so
1: my first season was becca cuffring season
2: oh wow
1: yeah i joined i was late in the game because so i never watched uh i never watched the show i never gave a fuck about reality tv or anything like that and then i started working at an ad agency who all of the Like, I was like, oh, I want to make friends and like the popular group of women at the office. Didn't they? Yeah, they did the badge, the brackets. And I was like, okay, I'll join in. And they're like, well, you can watch you can watch the first episode and then make your bracket. So I did that. And basically, over the course of watching the show for the bracket, I slowly got more and more intrigued. But then I wasn't hooked. I watched Hannah Brown season, and that was the season Ugh, that I really know. got me. And then what what I didn't it's, know was, was that that toxicity. was going to be the last great season. Actually, no, <laughs> I take that back. The last great season, you know was what you're if about you, to say, if you clip off Claire Crawley's portion of <laughs> I that season. We love mess, Sophie.
0: We love mess. Yeah, we love mess. We do.
2: Oh, my God. That's my that's one of my go to things. I love mess like Marie Kondo. Yeah, Um, shout out. (laughs) It excites me so, so much. And I actually I came in so jaded watching last night's episode because I quit cold turkey. And I actually thought that, you know, from former friends who would Mm. recap the episode recap uh, Bachelorette Mason and continued that I would get FOMO, but after I muted their stories, I realized I could do this. Uh I could (laughs) live off of not watching The Bachelor because the Nick and Vanessa Lachey cinematic universe, you know, fills that hole. Oh, but
1: um, so that's where Mike is not a a Love is Blind fan.
0: I am not in any way. And get this, I'll tell you, I'll go one further. Nick and Vanessa Lachey jail immediately.
2: Oh,
1: oh, we agree on that. Yeah, we agree that? on that. Who's yeah, not? yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, okay, great. Actually, well, then... I raise you. Nick is already yeah. in jail because he hates his wife. So he's <laughs> in jail. My he's yeah. like so in jail up. every day. He wakes what kind up, of dirt like, does oh, she have on him? You're, you're still here. Uh, the and there, like the thing with Nick is he's such he's so vain that he couldn't handle another breakup and, and yeah. it being that he's the problem like the whole oh. Jessica thing, and he had an affair with Vanessa right in front of her face, and, and it was just that yeah. era of being unhinged it scarred him. Like, he'll he'll go to his grave, and his last words to her will be, I always hated you. Yeah. But he will never get a divorce because she's too vain. He doesn't like she, that PR.
1: She has Absolutely. big, I want to cheat on you with the pool boy, pool boy energy, yeah. but the pool boy is like, ma'am, I literally... I literally will pay you to, to never hit on me
2: again.
0: <laughs> exactly. She has. Exactly. She's scary. They, they're both terrifying yeah. in their own way.
2: It's they dark. don't have kids, yeah. do they? They, they do. They have three kids. Boo. That's oh, why no. she's so,
1: she put in the reunion, she pushes when, like, asking when people are going to have children. So I much thought it
0: would be the opposite reason. I thought because maybe they, they didn't have, have kids, kids and she's like
2: vicariously. vicariously, no. vicariously they're no, the kind of couple that hates each other until they have kids. To, to distract the marriage.
0: them, I see. Yeah, I see. but when the okay. kids
2: are old, and to quote a famous uh, Bravo Real Housewives of Beverly Hills moment, he will, will never, she will never emotionally fulfill him, and he will never emotionally fulfill her. Once the kids are out of the house, they'll have nothing in common.
0: Damn. Well. Wow, we're strong. Shows, yeah, <laughs> I, I would say that the clear <laughs> fact
1: that the that Nick and Vanessa don't love each other. I would say that that's going to make their kids really interesting because of the trauma of living in a house mm-hmm. where your parents are still together, even though they hate each other, but they're, they're rich. So they're gonna not be... going to, they're not going to be cool. Well,
2: they're already going to be interesting. Their firstborn is named Cruz. Anyone who names their kid Cruz, like that's Cruz? dark. That's, that's really dark energy. There's Cruz. There's Brooklyn and the middle child, um, which is probably uh, is Cruz routine the middle in name? his life. Is, is that his no. not his first?
1: According to uh, the, uh, they have three kids. The oldest is Camden. The second Camden. Otis is the daughter, Brooklyn. And the Brooklyn. third is Phoenix.
0: Oof.
2: Oh, so okay. I think I replaced Cruz with Camden because that's another problematic name. Sorry to any Camdens that are listening.
0: Okay. Well, look. Which apparently his kids
1: wild. didn't think he was cool until the mass singer. He when was he on the mass singer? The- when he won season five of The Masked Singer, his kids finally thought he was cool. Hold man, he he'll do anything
2: for five. a buck. This man, oh gosh, his IMDb is so chaotic.
0: I remember when he hosted the Sing Off back in the day, the acapella competition show. Oh, and remember- yikes!
2: Yeah, when they were capitalizing off of Glee, that was yeah, a exactly. Dark time.
0: I remember watching era. that and seeing him and being like, "Oh, it's oh, there's some." His eyes are not happy.
2: Oh no. There's, being- there's no, there's there's not there's no I one think.
1: home. No. Oh my god, do you know what his first solo album was called? Ninety nine degrees. Oh you wish. <laughs> it's called Solo, but spelled S O U L O.
2: Because he's talented, Chris. Stop being a hater.
0: No, when I'm did that come out that must have well.
2: been late 90s How does
0: that he have a, a turtleneck thousand. in his album
2: 2003
1: cover?
2: what 2000 what? that's late. oh wait a minute you're talking about his solo album after the group yes oh i thought you meant that he was a solo artist before oh, he no, did no, 98 no, no, degrees no. yeah that's the one that has what's left of me um his song predicting the rest of his life like there'll be nothing left of his soul once he finishes his contract with Vanessa so
0: <laughs>
2: uh, me uh, no what's left of me real. was a
1: separate album that was yeah that album came out in 2006
0: so he's just so, putting on music some more huh
2: I've never heard of solo so that's this, that's dark. Poor Nick.
0: Well, you know who probably also hasn't heard a solo is Jaredy Lawson, the <laughs> woman whose Bachelor <laughs> season we have to talk about.
2: <laughs> that's true. Uh, we went on too many tangents.
0: I mean, it, I'm here for it because, like I said, hometown episodes are pretty boring to me. Um, I don't, I don't see much to a hometown unless they are. Exactly what 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 Sophie said, which is you know you get Sean Lowe and Desiree and that whole fight, you get the hometowns with uh, Hannah Brown and Jed. That's great. <laughs> Classic. You, know, you get the whole that prayer
2: circle. Yikes.
0: Yeah, you get the the just mess. Give me gro- like awful. Give me Rachel's father from Matt James's season, who was just like really uh, like aggressively eyeing him. Give me give me something to chew on. Um, this hometown. I'll say this episode is just very nice. It's mostly nice and I'm not watching did, reality TV for nice. Yeah, I did
2: write that it was pretty wholesome and so earlier when I was saying that I went in jaded, like by minute 33 when I said, and I time stamped it on my notes here, I said that Aaron's going home. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, this is such a wholesome show and then Joey came onto the scene and I was like, oh, he's sweet and shy. And but also who hurt him and has his mother apologize. Like I and by the end of their hometown, I saw that she didn't. So, yeah,
0: I'll say the whole reason people were rooting for Joey to be on hometowns from night two or whatever was because they were like, hey, man, you got gay dad. All right, let's meet your gay dad.
2: Let's oh, really? That's his story?
0: Yeah, his dad came out and then, you know, they're they still very all amicable and stuff and they, you know, uh, and he loves his dad and talks to his dad all the time, but no no dad. No dad at the hometown. Just well, because yeah. ABC
1: will be damned if they're going to have any Well, that's sort what of... I was
0: saying. I was like, man, now they have to show us gay dad. Now Which they is have weird. To. They already
1: had a lesbian relationship in Bachelor in Paradise, so it's like... Oh, but but you know what happened on? Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I forgot that's that's two
1: uh, homophobic religious people will be okay with homosexuality if it's two women making out and not two dudes. I forgot about that.
0: Well, let's also not forget that if this all happened on the island and they're all like, you know, it's a big plot point and it gets edited out, you know, people that were there are going to be like, Hey, there was this whole thing of like Demi and and they were that's true. You know, together and that was omitted, and that'd be a whole scandal on its own. So it feels like that they get backed into a corner. This they're kind of like send an invite to everybody but Paul. You're like, okay, you know, um, which is which is really about. hi, people.
1: I'm Joey's dad, and this is my friend. <laughs> I yeah. have brought my friend to <laughs> family dinner. No,
2: it's my roommate. They make him That's, what it, does. Does. Oh, that's it's, what it is. is my roommate. It's, it's, it's my roommate. <laughs> they make him
0: wear like sweat sweatbands on his wrist and a bandana and tell him like he got to look tough. <laughs> he's like
2: this Just is came what from I got. playing pickleball. Let's go. Yeah, Cuz yeah, you know yeah. he's a rival. came from with playing Uncle sports.
0: Joe. Exactly. Just came from <laughs> no, the why playing sports. He came
2: from playing the sports. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> uh so let's let's kick things off. The we get four hometowns. Uh, Aaron, Joey, Dutton, and Xavier are uh, the ones getting hometowns this uh, this episode, and we kick things off going to Houston, Texas, to visit the Bryant's, Aaron's family. And uh, my first thought, because I missed last week's episode, was, "Oh, he's still here, Mister Coinflip." <laughs> Remember, I will is- say,
1: I will say, I know I've said this before. I personally find. Aaron, a cornball. Yeah. Oh, 10%. Charity is a cornball. And I felt and that like, should work. I genuinely felt like they were good for each other. I don't like Aaron, but I think they're good for each other. And good for each
0: other in the same way that Katie and Zach from last season were good for each other, and that they're both insufferable white people who should just be away from most others. Yeah. And, you know, live and let live kind of deal. Like yeah. an anti-vaxxer nurse type of vibe. Um yikes. That's she the does. vibe. She did have the vibe. Oh my god! Yeah, she got, she yeah. did. She never but said she that vaccinated. she was. She never. No, yeah. She, she said she was back. Anyway, look, it's not the point. But the I point think is, we ha- like and like together. It makes sense. That's why Aaron and Charity made yeah. sense.
2: I reject that because I think there's a difference between cornball and dead inside. Like Aaron, oh, besides jesse is that the host's new name yeah like yeah. i had a jump scare i had a jump scare when host. he was interviewing <laughs> yeah i was like oh god and I and besides jesse aaron's the only other animatronic um figure in that show yeah so I mean, that's
1: fair. aaron like, very court, much cornball
2: a- cornball is in because there's personality there there's charm and there's like i'm not afraid to <gasps> uh yeah just I'm be a- cheesy
1: We have different definitions of cornball because cornball to me is like negative, like really, uh, whereas like if we go goofball or like if we go like goofball is okay. that's positive. Like you.
2: Well, yeah, that's more on comedy. But cornball is just, you know, it's cheap shots, bad jokes. Like, I don't know. Maybe we do have different definitions.
0: I think there's a difference between corny and cornball. Am I crazy on that? He's corny. You know what? He's corny. corny is what I,
2: he's, he's corny. corny.
0: He's That's corny. what I
2: always thought was so like, now he, that he, I think, he, think man, about it, fucking corny.
1: I think yeah. I just don't know what cornball means.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, we didn't so want we,
2: to, we didn't want to lead you to, you know, we can only do so much. We can only lead you to water. Though. We can't force you to drink. <laughs> and I'm so glad your thirst is quenched because for a minute there, I was, uh, I was uh, a little worried about you. Okay. All
0: cornball right. v corny. We're throwing a hey, Aaron, you're a corny corny's guy. the
2: diss.
0: Yes, corny he's corny, but Dotton, I'll agree, is you know what? I'll even give cornball to Xavier. Xavier being a little cornball too. He's like, oh, corn- there's yeah, Xavier. Xavier's-
2: no, 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 no. There's no dare there, there. We can't we can't just Cornball is not universal. Like I think she likes Xavier Cornball. Is is but do you all see Xavier? Is he alive? Like, I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> like, yeah. that was. Oof. I can't wait to get to that portion. Like, As I had to the so next many...
0: bachelor. That's for sure. Let's look. No, Joey's the next bachelor. Yeah, they're Joey's the teeing next bachelor. him There's up no perfectly.
2: It's so bachelor. formulaic yeah. that they're teeing him up that way. So
0: maybe we'll see his gay dad then. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> look, Aaron's been corny for minute one with his fucking double, like his coin flip, like his. Uh, when when both sides like two-sided coin and then he was flipping coins and then playing the piano but not really doing it well but we meet his family this sounds horrifying yeah no it's awful um we meet the the, the family and they all see him very sweet and then he kind of drops this information really quick he goes well my mom did uh lock my ex in a room and to talk to her for 45 minutes and i was like hold on a second we're just letting Ew. her hang there <laughs> Yeah, she trapped that... another woman in a room with her. <laughs> <For what? laughs> the way
2: he said "locked in," it was so aggressive. I was like, "Why uh... are we skipping over that?" So you're right, Mike, and also yeah. him dropping the bomb, to, or a bomb to me because I have not watched an episode of this season. Is that he hasn't brought a girl home for ten years, and in the Chiron shows he's twenty nine. So the last time right. he was, he had a relationship where he brought home like she oh, was just
1: shit. I didn't a even think high- about that
2: a high school jump off. So it's like this man is emotionally inept. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. he's not. He can't give her anything. Like and she saw that once she went to his uh, his home.
1: Now, huh. I will say I will say when it comes to introducing the person you're with to your family and it being mm-hmm. a super long time, mm-hmm. I do think it depends on. Do you actually live nearby? your family because like so for example for me my ex was like the first girl i introduced my family to ever and but that was because i live here in seattle my fam lives all the way Mm. in florida so Mm -hmm. because of that either when they would come to visit i wasn't dating someone or if i was dating someone they they weren't coming out to visit uh so it just like kind of lined up perfectly so it's like I think if it's been that long, my first question is like, hey, like what? what's the proximity of you and your family? Because if you moved away from your family, then it's like, yeah, that makes sense that you haven't sh- brought someone to meet your family because it's like with the amount of effort it takes to then go see each other, it's like, oh, y'all are like serious, serious.
2: That's fair, but also there's like key uh there's like key benchmarks within the year that Mm -hmm. even if you moved away, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, like a birthday, there's too many benchmarks to where if you're dating someone seriously, you don't take them. Like it's saying a lot about you or, or in Joey's case, it's saying a lot about your family. That's true. That's
0: a good point. But I'll say, okay, so what if,
2: Oh no, no. I, I do think Aaron's family is dark, but I do think, I think Joey's, family has a darker element
0: there but yes, yeah. yeah i'll say so like i think that it's fair to be like you know in that situation that chris described if it just didn't work out you guys are dating dating two years or whatever and you finally had a point where you're like let's go home for thanksgiving or christmas and she's like well i'll take you to my my family this christmas it'll be like Sick. Mm-hmm. well then we'll do it next year and then surprise you don't make it the next year i feel like that's also fair like that could happen yeah but i think 10 years Ten years is kind of nuts, and I think he lives in the same city his family does like he does
2: um, They're very so, very very close
1: Then that is and 19, that is wild. your
2: brain your frontal lobe not even developed So even when 19, it developed like at home,
0: like I think he might have yeah, been that
2: shouldn't even count as a relationship Right yeah, you brought yeah. her home because you were taking her back to your place and your place was at home like your parents yeah. house Like I don't even think even that would count. It was just a huge red flag And um, there was just this very, very scared energy. And so it just points to he needs he needs therapy. He really needs to be comfortable with himself. And that's okay.
0: I think that the beginning of the episode really teed this up because before they even meet the family, they're talking on a walk and something. And they're talking about how, you know, they she said, I had this amazing, you know, connection with them at the first one on one. And, you know, we're some relations are pulling ahead of this one, but I want to kind of move up and get back there because I feel like there is that potential with Aaron and Aaron and Charity both agree that they're not quite near falling in love yet. They're both kind of like if one if I either or propose the other would say no and be like, we need to keep dating first. I think with given the pressure of the show and the fact that she's already like, yes, to some of these other guys, um. I, I just thought it was dead in the water right away. There was no, mm. there was no sense in even drawing this out. It's if they were gonna, like, there's a reason that they made him first. They made him first because it was pleasant enough that we won't remember the things that they said at the beginning of the episode where she's just so clearly off him. Like it's just so clear that she's not gonna be picking him. Ah, uh, that we'd forget by the end and we can have a little suspense. But
2: I felt like they cut it that way like I don't think he was the first date because no. when she was when she was going like I think in the filming schedule I don't think that Aaron was first I no. uh there was one time when it, I think it was the last date uh Dotten's date and then she was she uh mentioned something about Joey's date and I'm like wait a minute Joey's date was two dates ago so how is it you're trying to make us think it's sequential and in her test uh confessional She's referencing Joey's date um, to first right. two people ago, two scenes ago. And so I was thinking at the end that Aaron definitely didn't go like that wasn't her actual first date. And she I'll knew what, that she was going to move yeah. forward. With and Joey.
0: For sure. I'll say that what she references on Joey's date is something that got stuck in her head from what Uncle Joe told her. I think that that's something that if if Joey had been date number one, she would have remembered that across the other dates, too. Because right. Okay. That became a yeah. Real fear for her. Look, we yeah. can just go through. Well, let's go through Aaron's hometown really quick, quick. And, and here we go. Uh, the family is nice. His brother is like, hey, you keep looking at me. They go outside and talk. Her mom is asking Charity if he proposed right now, what would she say? And Charity says. No, but he's great. And Aaron and his dad have a lovely and beautiful conversation that, honestly, they're lucky to have on video. And he has the same with his mom. But I think that's the best that can come from this. uh from from this hometown. Aaron's the corniest guy. Uh, he takes her to a football field, gives her a Letterman jacket like his, and it's cute. And they played the song. Uh, he played the song that uh, that musician played on their first date on the one on one, which I thought was really, really cute. But also, unfortunately, too little, too late. We could see that Charity was not there. I just I just felt like she was not into him the same way that we've seen her be with Dotton, the same way that we've seen her be with Joey.
1: Yeah, like just clear. It's just yeah. Like in comparison, there was no there was no chance. I think on paper. I think Aaron is a on paper dude for charity she, that's reckon? that dude that you date because you're like on paper i should be with this man but like you're just not feeling it um me,
0: exactly she's not feeling it with every other guy there's a pull Dotton makes her want to do things to make him feel comfortable because he does so much of that for her Joey brings out the goofy side of her, and she likes doing the same for him. Xavier, she feels such a pull to him that she's worried about how into him she is. Like, talks about, like, there's a reminder of my ex. You know, like, there's, she's pulling up red flags that she's seeing similarities in. That's a fear-based, like, something is pulling me, but I'm keeping an arm's distance kind of thing. Aaron's kind of just like, oh, yeah, he's fine. He's all right. Yeah. Your family's really nice. There's no like
1: she's not looking she's like anytime she's looking at Aaron with like the hard eyes, it's not because she's deeply in love with him. I think it's like, oh, this is really sweet what he did. Like I like I yeah. did think it was sweet that he took her to the football field and played that song. Yeah, like I thought that
0: was really nice. That shit was really nice. Does she nice. cry a lot? Uh yeah. Later stages of the season, yeah. She's had moments with some guys where she's crying early on. But later, like later in the season, she's been kind of moved a lot more.
2: She liked his family more than she liked him. And Agreed. the last thing I'll say about the family is the mom's never going to let the sister and mom make the uh, macaroni salad ever again. I had to, like, <laughs> do a screenshot and I have video and she even looked nervous sitting down because she's like, he's not going to like it. And there's cameras here. I saw that I was like, "Black people don't use that uh, that kind of pasta. Like, what is going on? And So she's like, I, you had one more chance. I give you one more chance for me to like you. And it's it you was now it
0: out, it's
2: just <laughs> D.O.A. Once she came in with that cold macaroni salad. So that's that's those are all my notes. That's very
0: <laughs> funny. I uh, I I got to say this is the kind of hometown that makes me think man hometowns do we all right let's keep one problematic person around for these let's get one yeah i
1: i just (laughs) it's just like it's because one what angers me about hometowns is that none of the families do what realistically families would do on a show like this, which is be like, are y'all out of your fucking minds? Like they're always so insanely support. That's why like they did this on married at first sight. I think they do this on love is blind where uh, the families they'll meet the families and they're clearly like, hey, I'm happy well, for you, but this is the stupidest shit I've yeah, ever heard.
0: Yeah. And just it, it never
1: it rarely happens on this show. <laughs> and you mean to tell me all of these families are really that on board with this bullshit. And then when a family isn't on board with it, the lead is like, oh, the family was not. Ni-. No, the family didn't say they had anything like against you. They're just like you getting engaged at the end of this is stupid.
0: Still, Yeah, it's still nuts. It doesn't make much sense. I do love when Meredith at First Sight Australia gets them to reveal to their family and the family's just kind of like, okay, um, so it's crazy that you're doing this so far away from April Fool's, but I bet that's the prank, right? (laughs) This is why I can't do
2: TLC shows.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, you strap in for nine. Mar- married at first sight australia <laughs> is on nine in australia that's the network that's what it's oh called oh yeah.
2: i thought tlc you know no CNN CNN. What, mike mike is
1: exclusively dedicated to the
0: australian version of that i've franchise. watched the uk one too and let me tell you it's also great
2: um married at first they australia don't care they don't put on airs which they i, I like and show. there have been other seasons where the hometown the family was like what the fuck is this? Like, please get out of here. Like, like that. I remember Rachel Lindsay's uh, hometown with mm-hmm. Dean. Her father is out there in her yurt doing ayahuasca or something. Like, I don't know. Mm. The man was tripping bald and just mm. sat in silence. And <laughs> I was like, this is it. And then Dean was so embarrassed. You could see it on his face. He would have preferred, he would sooner drink bleach in that moment. And it was for dark. The taste, and then for the ultimate, taste. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, listeners, <laughs> please don't try that at home. Um, but I, I think there's been some yeah, there's been some tense ones and the guy who who's the guy? They called him Farm Prince Farming and he's he uh did a hit and run and the guy died. Um what? I forget that guy's name, but Chris when Jay, Souls. Chris Souls. Hey, he spelled it like solo too. So you know. Yeah. All roads lead to (laughs) Nick Lachey. Lachey. Um, His hometown with Jade, who's now married to Tanner, who she met on uh, Bachelor in Paradise. She found out that she posed for Playboy. And it was like the talk of the hometowns. And it was just, it was so, he was so misogynistic and so disgusting. And um, all three of the people I just mentioned, I believe they all went home in that hometown, in that hometown, so
0: we've had some dark ones. But that's what I want. I wanted like didn't didn't Luke P from Hannah Brown season get one? Jesus Christ, didn't he? And and he took her to like preach. I I want to yeah. It
2: was it was a literal small church Bible study going on. Yeah, and the the decor was giving like fundamentalist Mm -hmm. uh, Mormon though. Like it was just it was just so triggering to see the. gingham tablecloth and and picnic tables i'm like get me yeah, out of here yeah, now yeah
0: what a mess I uh, but okay so this episode we don't have any of that instead what we got is uh hawaii dwelling joey goes to see his family in collegeville pennsylvania and the first i wrote immediately
2: you- after that is you in danger girl like you're not gonna come back don't come back here <laughs> <laughs> this should not be a place you go with with, with your babies to the, to the grandparents like no get out of here! it just the whole scenery the whole vibe was giving get out and once yeah. uncle when uncle joe walked in i was like confirmed i literally yeah. had it in my notes his walk-in was very menacing yeah very blue line matters very yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or blue lives matter blue no, lives matter it. and blue then you know the blue it. line yeah that was he very very scary look like
0: the guy from get out he did kind of look like the dad mm-hmm. shaved head with a goatee a yeah beard. and you
2: know that he has like dvds and vhs's of all of bruce willis's action movies and he probably still watches like the films that he was coming out to keep the lights on. He has a um, pending
1: lawsuit with Rogaine because their products didn't work.
2: <laughs> Is this real? <laughs>
0: no, 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 no.
2: Oh, I actually would have believed it. Like he gives that energy that he would actually do that.
0: He's the kind of guy that keeps saying stuff like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But it's about extremely fucking problematic stuff. Um, look, he he doesn't strike me as somebody uh I would really trust honestly. The day begin. the hometown date begins with Charity getting into a uh, a, a purple tennis outfit and getting a lesson. So uh, Joey's teaching her how to play tennis and he says the big word for tennis is commit. Uh, and so we get a no, talking head.
2: Oh, okay, that... we get you sorry, what was
0: that? We get the talking head from Charity saying that she is going to tell him that she's falling for him today. Which is pretty nuts. She, I'm going
1: to be honest with you, I don't think there's actual substance in the relationship between Joey and Charity. I just think Charity is just painfully infatuated with Joey. And that's not even a diss against Joey. I just don't think there's actually anything there.
2: He does and I, it was confirmed when she said that she's never dated a white guy. That I was like, whoa, I thought her whole type was just carbon copies of, of Joey. And cause I couldn't find anything to make sense oh. of their relationship and why there's no substance. Like they didn't talk of anything of death. Um, but I but he, they did allude that they talked about interracial like nuances of interracial yeah, relationships and the, the consequences. We didn't get to oh, see that those was
0: conversations. In... Oh, I thought never... that was on the show.
2: I, I don't remember that
0: kind of it, conversation. There, we it, saw it they, with Matt James a little bit, just the tiniest bit. But then this season, I, I don't remember seeing they it. They briefly I it showed my- it. There was a date that
1: at the end of the date, Joey and Charity were talking, and she brings up how, like, have you ever dated a black woman? And she was just like, there was moments where, like, with my, like, ex, that was a thing of, like, we would walk to places and us being interracial, really played a role in XYZ and all that. They had a conversation she had about an,
2: it. She had an ex that was white?
1: That she, Didn't she meet the parents. Or I don't know if, if the ex was white but from what it was sounding like she was saying that the racial dynamics was a big thing in a mm. previous relationship with her mm. and, Probably white. When, and she, the example she <laughs> used was when they would walk into places like the looks they will get or stuff like that which I don't know if it's like a serious relationship or it was something like, oh, she dated a white guy in high school or whatever, and they walked because she's from columbus georgia which honestly coming from, i yeah. don't know is columb do you happen to know if columbus is a black ass area i don't think it is i'm assuming not. it's not yeah. it is not okay. a so black she's ass dated area. a white guy like, she's
2: yeah the- i was gonna i was surprised i actually wrote it in all caps like she's never dated a white guy wow so, also we like saw six. her date oh
0: she's never met she's never met a white guy's family she's never met the family of the the guy she's dating when it was a white guy so oh. she's dating she white what, guys. No, she she said she's never met the family. Like,
2: oh, she, she, I thought she's yeah. saying I've never dated someone that looks like you. Um, and I was yeah, like, well, I've what? never met the family
0: of someone I've dated that looks like you, something like that. Cause
2: she's. Oh, thank you for clarifying yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That makes more oh, sense. That makes more a sense. lot more
0: sense. Yeah, she's she. So I have it here. Never met a family not the same race as me. You
2: I know, don't think it if it that. was not for the forced. Uh, the forced uh concept of the bachelor i don't think if they dated in real life that Uh, uncle joe would let her walk into that house i don't think that she would have met his family if they were dating outside of the machine you don't think so he looked like you he his he was talking but it was his eyes um that showed me like he keeps harping on this thing that i just i can't i don't know what it is like i just feel like you're not being real i just feel like Like, already trying to sow doubt so she doesn't... So he, like, to break up. He doesn't want her in family pictures. It was so sus. I'll say this.
0: That feels like something Joey's dealt with his whole life. I feel like that's not something that's happening now. I don't feel like that's something that's sus because of charity or coming with the show. I think that Uncle Joe has done this whole thing like, you're not giving me the real you To the point where Joey has and he's like insisted that he he hasn't and you can't change the mind of a person who's doing that. If you're saying I'm being completely authentic and somebody comes at you with no, you're not. I know you're not. I know you are. You're not showing me who you are. And they've made up their mind. They've made up their mind. And so anybody that he talks to and he tells that to that's going to be some bullshit. Joey could 100 percent be exactly who he is with charity He's genuine that's what i think and then joe is constantly staring at charity
1: says to me like he either has real feelings for her or he's so infatuated with her that like he's not just playing the part
2: yeah he, they want to rip each other's clothes off so bad. So like, bad. Yeah. So bad. They, their sexual chemistry was the most palpable. Yeah. Even though I was, know was, she's going to marry Dontu or Dotten. 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 Yeah. So like, I'm dyslexic, way-
0: listeners. <laughs> hey, no problem. No problem. Listen, listen.
1: We had a whole segment on our last episode of
0: how I don't know how to say Dalton's name. So, you know, we had a whole segment making fun of you for saying a bunch of different things.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't, that's not surprising. Um, Um,
0: I'll say that Joey, Joey basically said that he has been his uncle. Joe has been like a a father figure in the way in, in many ways. He's mentored him, taught him how to play tennis, all this stuff. And so Uncle Joe means a lot to Joey, but whether he likes it or not, Uncle Joe is bad for Joey. I don't see
2: it. Uh, I want to add to that. Like in my notes, I have that Uncle Joe is the kind of uncle who relishes in the fact that he is the paternal figure and he can put on airs. But in where it matters to be a father, he does not have that. He does not provide that.
0: It, and it comes across when he says, "I have it written down here." He like says,
2: I stepped Come. up for the family, and I did yeah, this. Yeah. Like for him to have, it's normally the parents, or you know, like the this seminal figure in this person's life. If their parent is deceased, that sits with the contestant and grilling them. Like for him to, he had more airtime than the mother. I mean, yep. granted, the mother has some enmeshment issues, and she needs a therapist too. But like. What the fuck? Who is this guy? Like why are you inserting yourself so hard but you ain't saying nothing? Like what the so like he's he loves to so say he's evident. the uncle but he ain't about shit.
0: He's the kind of guy who goes, "I know I know you." So he said Joey can be a a pleaser and he says he says, "Are you portraying yourself or are you portraying someone that she wants?" And This like- coming
2: from someone who taught him tennis when that whole power dynamic is All about like pleasing your coach and being number one. Shut the fuck up. He's so I hate him. Well, that's
0: the thing is like this coming from the person that he has been trying to please his entire life, whether it be through tennis or anything else. It's the kind of guy who, even when you're having a heart to heart with him, like you're just being vulnerable. You're finally you're finally opening up to somebody, and they say something to the effect of, "Come on, man, be real with me." And you're like I'm literally telling you shit I've never said out loud before. It's like never listen. If I can t- yeah, I don't know if I can I can help you if you're not going to open up to me. And you're like you what what's the matter with you? That's what Uncle Joe is reminding me of. That's the energy. And that's why my note just says yo fuck Uncle Joe. It's on the yeah. next page it just says yo fuck Uncle Joe. <laughs> and now she's nervous about it and is second guessing Joey doesn't tell him that she's falling in love with him. Um, he, Uncle Joe does talk to her, mentions the people pleasing thing, like, you know, it, it's it, the, the idea. Of like, I, I think say. they're giving me what I what I want to see is like something that Charity has, has mentioned before, as being a scary thing. It's a it means of being manipulated, being shown what she wants to see. It's scary to her and I don't blame her, you know? So, but there's also the the people
2: pleaser side when someone doesn't have a concept of self. So they kind of overproduce, overshare. The last thing else about uncle Joe is when he came on the screen, I was like, bald guy crashes the date. Uncle Joe dot, dot, dot. Uncle crackers. Follow me immediately starts playing in my head. (laughs) So Joe's
0: great. song. that's, that's the only
2: thing to say about Joe. Like, yeah, he, pro- he still listens to Kid Rock. Like, he thinks Kid uh-huh. Rock's restaurant in Nashville is a fine establishment. Like, he'll take a date there.
1: Yeah, the more I look at pictures of Uncle Joe, the more it does scream he really loves Jason Aldean's new song.
2: One thousand <laughs> percent.
0: I mean, look. When- I and just- he
2: wants a trophy wife like Jason Aldean. Like, yeah. he's gunning for it, but he- girls who look like that with any kind of sense, like, he can't get fired at them because he's just He's he just a mess his
0: previous relationships, too. He goes, I don't want him in my situations, you know, like something like yeah. that. It, it, like, <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
2: Yeah, because they're plural. Yeah, it I'm sounds like, oh, like Uncle
1: Joe is a scumbag. And but he means a lot.
0: Uh, he means a lot to him. Yeah, it means so much. It was, guys,
2: scumbag. That's why he has, has to it. control everything around him uh-huh. or or put on airs to say that he's not a scumbag.
1: I just don't understand. It's like if there's something that's clearly so, why would you just be so cryptic and not like, I understand the producers probably like, hey, you can't outright come up and say X, Y, and Z, but it's just still so annoying. It's like, okay, so clearly, clearly there's something Uncle Joe knows about Joey that apparently we may not know. and I don't think so. Which is what? And it's like, but that's the thing where it's like, if there's really something we don't know, what, what? And
2: even there's so many ways he could have alluded to it.
1: And at the same time, at the same time, like one thing to take in consideration is like, you know what? Maybe Uncle Joe is right. Maybe from what he knows about Joey, Joey's not in it and all that. But Uncle Joe, Uh, well. well, I was just about to say, at the same time, Joey fucking lives in Hawaii. He's not hanging out with Uncle Joey on the daily, weekly basis anymore. Which means there has been a period of time that he's not with Uncle Joe like that. Meaning he's been able to grow and change and develop as a person. Because let me tell you, there's people in my family who they don't, they maybe see maybe see me once Mm -hmm. a year, Mm -hmm. and like a year is a lot of time to grow as a person if you're putting in the work and all of that. So like they'll
0: probably be like. Wow, I don't know, Chris. This doesn't seem like you. Well, because, bitch, you don't know me. You don't know me. They don't seem like right. they hop on phone calls either. You know what I mean? I will say, the when Uncle Joe showed up, I did not feel like Joey was stoked to see him entirely. I, I didn't
2: think so either.
0: At first, I attributed it to him being like, well, he's horned up and, and wants to be with Charity in that cute outfit like that. Like This is what he'd been thinking about the whole time. But then, now that we talk about it, I think maybe he wasn't excited to see Uncle Joe. Maybe there's a fallout that he can't let himself have with Uncle Joe because it'd be too hard for Uncle Joe to let go, you know? I right. don't, I, I want to hope that Joey's outgrown his uncle. Um, now,
2: let's move I on think to Cleveland
0: he. O- oh, go
2: ahead. Oh, no, we can move on to Cleveland, Ohio, because we have to talk about the mother. Oh, the that's right. The reason why we, Joey, you, you know, booked a flight to the most expensive place to live in the world or in the 50 States. And uh, I was like, I will risk poverty. I will dance with, with being poor other than staying at home with mom or anywhere near her.
0: I mean, let's, I missed that part. What? All I have is that she came on screen and they had her so zoomed up. It was like a jump scare. And I literally (laughs) shook. They were so zoomed in on this woman and I was not ready for it. And I jumped for real. But there was
2: never a moment that there was every time the camera was on her, her eyes are either misty or she was crying. And it's really all in the way that uh, when they were talking, there was this like anxious energy that she probably I think that's why joey has his anxiety because he's just learned from navigating it from his mother all this time Mm -hmm. there's just this desperation from her and this urgency and it was like I don't know I have the video because I had to rewind it and like get footage because joe at a certain point joey was just nodding like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." you know like how you do when you're Mm -hmm. not listening to the person or it's like classic mom just saying the same old shit again and then when he again. when he goes to hug her his eyes were like it was oh, no. i sw- i will like email it to you like it was so apparent and i was like there it is so you have one extreme of uncle joe so possessive ain't about shit so toxic wants mm. to be the dad but never shows up in ways that matter mm. um and then this no disrespect and I don't mean this in a pejorative way, but like a fragile mom and oh shit, she wants, you a know, fight. So <laughs> you, a <laughs> you know what you need to put two songs on your, on your soundboard. You need to get, I don't fight. I don't argue. I just hit that bitch with a bottle and then you also need to get <laughs> that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop hating. That was like classic Jacksonville. I was in T-Birds. Uh, Eighteen but, college, and that here. was the that was the jam, and also Brooke Valentine's girlfriend. Like oh, you have this to. This is what I've got.
0: This is what I have. It's
2: got.
0: that in the Seinfeld theme. song
2: <laughs> Yikes! That's a so- yikes. It's I. I it's <laughs> the song called Bottle Talk, and it is a. She should Bottle be a national t- treasure. Um, It was an era in clubs where girls would put um, razors under their tongues to cut a bitch who's sleeping with their baby dad. Um, Bottle talk.
1: They would do what?
2: Oh, they would put razor blades under their tongue so when they get searched, there's no weapon, and then slash up a a girl that they hate's face. Yep. Classic T-Birds. Okay. Well, we're not going to go off that tangent. Um, Yeah. Jacksonville, Florida. Um, Gang, gang so i think (laughs) yeah that's all i have for that's the only thing i just wanted to like that's why i felt like there was this underbelly of just darkness and there's that there was a stifled anger that i'm too familiar with when the family's doing is trying so hard to not show their real selves but it also ends up making them more transparent like we can see it you're trying so hard not to, to let people see it so maybe Maybe I'm just triggered. I need to call my therapist and have an extra emergency session. Like, maybe that's all it is. You know, it won't hurt. It won't hurt. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do that.
0: I'll, I'll say this is it's the song is bottle action. Bottle action. Misbehaving.
2: Misbehaving. Yes. Because you see what she okay. did there? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. 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 Good. Okay. I have that. It's amazing. After. It's amazing. Oh, I, I will add that here. <laughs> I uh, love that. So, so now we're in
2: Cleveland, Ohio.
0: Now we're yeah. moving up to the Midwest. Uh, we're popping over to Cleveland, Ohio. to meet I forgot Xavier that Xavier
1: right. was from Ohio. So honestly, as soon as More I saw Cleveland, Ohio, I was like a red flag.
2: <laughs> the minute he came on screen, I said immediately, no. And I don't annoyed. like Xavier. He didn't even open his mouth. I wrote immediately. No, period. I'm annoyed, period what? Wow. Like I, I don't even know Xavier's last name. You don't. Need He's the to. reason why I have four pages of notes. Like, there's twelve bullet points here. Like it would like it's Xavier fair. is Xavier a case does study. Look
0: exactly like a fuck boy that everybody's had to deal with. Like, that's he, fair. He does have fuck
2: boy? A vibes. fuck boy in the Dungeons and Dragons room. Like, where are you seeing fuck boy? I don't see that. You know, nah, he
1: he oh not when he's knitting, like when no, you just no, look really? at his headshot, he he looks a l- not a lot like a fuck boy, but a little bit like you're gonna be on your guard. You'll no, be on he's your guard. The,
2: okay, he's the kind of fuck boy that swears he's a nice guy, so you can't tell him anything. They're the grimy fuck boys who they're upfront about it, they don't care, they have no emotional uh a quotient they have no eq right but the, the scarier fuckboys boys are the ones that mr nice guy like and yeah, you can't yeah. even if you were to tell them that what you're doing is manipulative or toxic they'll look at you like uncle joe like but for real what are you trying to say like he would not know because in his mind he thinks he's a nice guy so okay right. i i that's fair actually that's looking at pictures
1: probably. again looking at his pictures again i i don't think he looks like a fuck boy
0: Okay, so you're just leaving me alone on this, then, buddy? Yeah, I'm leaving. You he alone opened on this his.
2: Ma- I mean, I tried to throw you a, a a a life raft. I tried to throw you a lifeline, but yeah, Sorry. Sorry, so-
0: sorry Sophie. Chris and I are fighting. So.
2: <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
0: uh,
2: that is so absurd <laughs> and i love it oh my god
0: so we do get right into the date with and xavier takes charity to a yarn shop where they get a little knitting circle i love just this. How to knit. have I you guys seen the cute. movie
2: hereditary
0: yes uh clips
2: so you know That's, at the end it. when when at the end when the sun walks out and there's just people and he would just walks into the gates of hell and there's just like people around him and they're just staring at him blankly as he as the devil like came inside of him and or the prince of whatever. Like in
0: the treehouse you mean?
2: Mm, I believe so. I saw it once and I was too afraid to uh, see it again.
0: But at the end,
2: it. whenever he escapes his mom and yeah, he goes yeah. outside and there are the candles so the and he goes house, to the yeah. altar. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The treehouse. Um, that's the first thing that popped into mind when uh Xavier opened the door and walked into that knitting circle. Like that was the most terrifying <laughs> scene next to that scene in Hereditary, and it was chilling. So
0: <laughs> that's that's how I feel about Xavier.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: I love this. I thought it was cute. <laughs> what? Yeah,
1: I liked. I thought the knitting I liked, circle
0: was a cute idea. I he thought it was really knitting. cute. He's sharing the thing that he likes with her, but the knitting circle was cute. I'll say I could have done without the guy who was like, "I knit a girl I like a uh, scarf," and by the time I finished it, she had a boyfriend. Yeah, that was And a, a, wild rest-
2: and a restraining order.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wait. Um, I missed the no. restraining order. Oh. No, no, no. No, no that's no. a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chris. Oh, no. Wake the yeah.
1: fuck up, Chris? Like, <laughs> no, I listen, I, I cuz once again, I yeah, missed the yeah, I missed yeah, the whole part yeah. that you said that Charity said that she had uh visited a white family before. So, so
0: you you're, you're like I missed a bunch of stuff. Okay. Yeah, I, I was no, I the, right. the, the but no, no. The possibility guy... was open. I mean, this guy could not look more like a guy named Milo than, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it just felt like he's got, like, meek man name. uh, And uh, I just, you know, I I, I hope he's okay. uh, And I hope he figures things out. But I do fuck with that lady who was, like, giving away whatever you knit is the most satisfying part. Because that's like giving somebody a hug. And I do this. I learned when I was a kid. I do this for a long time. It just like it, there's a lot of benefits to it. I'm like, yeah, you're really selling us on knitting, girl. Like, I mean, that does sound really nice. Um, no,
2: it was definitely wholesome.
0: I'll give it yeah. that. Yeah, and I I do like like I like him. Uh, I do I don't like the charity started the date by being like he. There's enough stuff here that reminds me of my ex. Like, is he going to make me a priority? Do you want to let
1: this sh- ex shit go? Like, bro. got
0: one ex. Fucking one ex- Xavier is a
1: different dude. Like, you She's
0: can't. She's
1: not
2: going to learn. She's not going to learn that. Triggers are triggers.
1: I get That's that, fair. but you can't make assumptions. You can't make assumptions that one person's going to be exactly like someone else like you have to understand every new per every person's a new and different person and we that also don't if you don't have an
0: understanding of these triggers like we have no idea what's triggering her here because this is he's the only guy that she's been like is he gonna make me a priority meanwhile she's got she had a literal like a nightmare person gaslighting her and being like hey i'm manipulating her the whole way through and just being like a real piece of shit and she was like I like this guy a lot. I don't know why other people don't. And then, like he left, but now Xavier's like, "I knit you this scarf. Um, I'm a, I'm studying this field of uh, of uh, biochemistry because my mom has MS and I want to find a cure for her." Um, you know, like I'm, I'm pretty giving in nature. Uh, in the yarn shop, I'm listening to everybody's stories. I'm not really inundating or dominating the conversation. He's all this stuff. It's like he's a nice guy. He's like minds his business. He's well liked by all the guys. He's charming. There's a lot of stuff to like about Xavier. But what is it about him that she goes? You won't make me a priority when all he's done is say. Fuck yeah, thank you for having me. I'd love to be on this date. And then on the one-on-one date, he showered her with all the attention she could want. Yeah. And yet, she's still like, I don't believe that you're going to make me a priority. What do you need to see here? By the way, how are you not seeing it? Like, we're so in encapsulated in this, this experiment, this whole environment of The Bachelorette. We're like, where do you even get a chance to see somebody not making you a priority? The guys on the show are mentally forced by production to have a one-track mind on charity so like i don't get where she's getting this but again yeah triggers are triggers this definitely stems from an x thing and i wish she could open her eyes and see that because this guy's great he's fantastic i like him enough to make him the bachelor i don't think think joey is probably going to get it after everything that we talked about but i don't i like him enough for him to be the bachelor i think he's sweet um, and, uh, yeah, I know. Uh,
2: I think t- the, the, the answer to your confusion is that she's toxic. Like, I don't, is that not, has that not been displayed in the, pre- I don't know what the five, the five previous episodes were, but the, she was giving like, I will find anything wrong because I want there to be, cause I don't yeah. want to be with you. And I don't, but I also, cause she struggles with good girl vibe. She doesn't want to come off as the person that's going to send the knitter home. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Cause he's so I pure. Do. He's so, and with MS like this, he wears his heart on his sleeve and Charity's the kind of person who um, doesn't know enough about herself um, oh, to realize that she's one. toxic.
1: I, I would say you are right. Because wow. one one, so context for you there's this dude Braden who fucking sucked the
2: that she that kept around
1: about for the longest really? time. Really?
2: How long every, did how many episodes were you subs would you subjugate to this uh Four. terror?
0: God damn,
2: that's a long yeah. time.
0: Yeah, and and every guy hated him from night one, even her brother was there in disguise at the mansion when all the guys were hanging out. Oh, and that's cool. Was, I it's like pre- that. That was pretty silly. But that was, they should
2: have been that a while ago.
0: The, so they, the her brother was even like, hey, I don't like this one guy, Braden. He seems arrogant in a way that doesn't yeah. seem. He redeeming. straight up warns her. And she. She's oh. like, bet. I'm about. Sorry, like, there's I'm like
1: a loud motorcycle it. outside my, my place.
2: Right now. I didn't even um, hear it.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh he like she's like, Oh my god, my brother's word means everything to me. So if my brother warns me about someone, (laughs) I'm gonna really take it to heart. And (laughs) her her brother is first impression,
0: Rose. (laughs) Yeah,
1: she was like, Hey, before you give the rose out, let me let you know this Braden guy is whack as fuck. And then she's like (laughs) Cool. And then immediately, like, um, I'm, we're not Brayden, even doing a big talk. She immediately grabs Braden and gives him the first impression, Rose. Immediately I
2: would have fallen off my couch laughing. I would have had so much fun if I was still watching the show because that is Shakespearean. That is yeah. what we call she is so toxic. and to go back to when I misheard when yeah. she was talking to Joey, and I thought she said I've never dated someone like you, and I was literally mm. shocked to my core, mm. a rock to my core. Because I saw her and I was like, I don't know anything about Charity, but from this episode, she would date Friday Night Lights quarterbacks. That's her only. And and then I, I forget which date she mentions Friday Night Lights. And I was like, you can't make this shit up. So f- I just felt like she that's the kind of men and emotional intelligence that she's used to and that she knows how to negotiate and navigate. And so anything that's genuine and authentic and actual love and not toxic games that you interpret as love um where am I going with that yeah so basically charity I think charity toxic and mm-hmm. I hope your I listeners really... don't cancel me don't, toxic in a way of like power. when you're not when you're not self-aware it's sure. there. I think there's levels of toxic there's yeah. Braden sounds like you're a monster oh, absolutely. um but it's that kind of toxic where you don't Realize like Taylor Swift didn't realize until eight albums it's me, I'm the problem, it's me. Like, that's that's charity. <laughs> and she's gonna this. probably find out in five years. to yeah. speak on
0: what you just said, where she is kind of looking for his problems on uh, uh, with all these guys and all this stuff, I do think that she and Dotton have the real deal because oh, 1000% she, they're gonna get married. She seems to really surrender herself to the moment with him and he earnestly gives her all of his attention and it like they're so in the there's there's a presence to both of them together that feels i have it in my notes this is what real love looks like is what i see here but um are we jumping to that We are not. Uh, I'm gonna just oh, okay. go through. <laughs> I'm gonna go through. No, Xavier's. I just
2: wanted to check just so I don't miss my my dramatic
0: reading. Well, that's what I was hoping for because I I figured it would be in this one because I didn't. I don't yeah, it's a Xavier. Yeah. Um. So let's see. She talks to him about uh not being prioritized in past relationships, and his answer is sweet and committing. He says, "I am going to be there for you. Like I'm not." I'm not here to fuck around. I am here to be your person. And I need you to understand that. I mean this with all my being, like I am a giving person. And she mentions this over and over. She talks about him being gentle and comfortable. Uh, Gentle is a word that she uses for him all the time. Now um, Hmm. she said, (laughs) I walked into the house with overwhelming energy of love Uh, his mom has MS, so she doesn't get, she's, she's, she's on the couch and they go see her and, you know, uh, his sister, uh, Chelsea confirmed some things that charity needed to hear. Um, they're now finally talking between Xavier and his dad, uh, and Xavier only wants to propose once. That's the big topic of conversation here. And his dad is basically like, is this the real deal? You know? But I think you're ready. Trust and believe. I think you're ready. And then as they're leaving, Xavier's sister's like, she loves her. His sister loves her. And Xavier's like, that's that's a pretty good sign. And he finally says, I'm falling in love with you, to which Charity says, oh, my goodness.
2: Oh, Um, I have that whole thing transcribed. So, well, let's
0: hear it. Go for it. Let, let's well, the it.
2: first thing I will say, and thank you for that uh, count of, she said gentle four times because I wrote, I'm sorry, but he's gentle as a first impression is immediate friend zone language. Like your labia mm. folded inside your body. <laughs> and there is nothing, there is no amount of Avion water or uh, Aquafina <laughs> that will quench your labia's thirst, and that's when I knew. I actually switched. I think it's hold on, the You're entire giving your labia
1: aquafina. Like, come on, you gotta step you up gotta your water, game.
0: yeah, yeah. What I, are you hold doing on, here? Wait, hold on a gonna... second, hold on a second. I'm just getting word from uh, your labia, they want to fight. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, listeners, if you're just tuning in, I've just been manslained about my labia by
0: two nobodies.
2: You're the so one that said you Aquafina. Miss. You said Aquafina. We know. But labia. what does what I give my labia got to do with you? Listen, how is listen, my labia Aquafina? affecting you? First and
1: foremost. It's first and foremost, body. let me explain to you how to take care of your labia. Now, first.
2: You know what, Joe Rogan. You know what, Joe Rogan. I'm gonna need you to take your geritol and go take your geritol and go to sleep, sir. We're, we're we're not doing this. All that to say, there was no. I actually pivoted to the whole episode thinking that she's gonna send Aaron home, and then the knitting wow. terror, the knitting terror circle, and the fact that she said gentle that many times, and then this final. um Let's hear it. this yeah. final moment. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Listeners. This is uh, a reading called the swerve. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll be playing the parts. I'll be playing the parts of Xavier and charity. Okay, Xavier. I feel so good about how that went. Charity. Mm-hmm. Yay. Xavier. And I'm so excited about you. You know where we are. So. Honestly, I'm falling in love with you. Oh, no. So, Charity, honestly, I'm falling in love with you. Charity cowers her head to hide the pronounced vein in the middle of her forehead. Charity <laughs> then says, oh, goodness. She doesn't let a period cap her sentence as she rushes to hide her face to disguise the, vis- the visceral ick she has for Xavier. Charity, in her... uh. uh Cut to Charity's confession where her body language is communicating, duress, and Stockholm syndrome. (laughs) She says, like, I I want this. No, I'm going to read it as flatly as she said it. Like, I want this. I want this so much of Xavier. And it's like, to hear those words, it's so like reassuring for me. Feelings now have intensified times 100. And I am now conflicted with where I stand and with how I feel with everything and everyone. Girl, say what you're saying, like what is going on? (laughs) What the fuck is going on? And then she continues, we're so happy together and we truly enjoy each other's company. We're making sense of each other and now we're just elevating. Tonight I'm walking away feeling so good. He could be my husband. Girl, you stop lying. Like, yeah, I won't I, be surprised she if she was, that. like, the next scene, she's holding the newspaper to show today's date and some identified voice is asking for ransom. Like, homegirl was giving kidnap. Like, she, when, when she wanted to that, get out of there so fast.
0: When she said "I he oh, might goodness. be my husband, I was like, no, girl. When she yeah. said, oh, my goodness, Lies. to
2: him falling in love,
0: that sounded more like, you know, when a child tells you something disturbing, you're like, Oh, oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You're like, first that was all, unexpected. Excellent I, job on the reading. Thank you so much. For I tonight. think feelings-wise. Uh, Chris, hold on. We'll do an applause. Thank you, Sophie, for the reading. Okay. Chris-
2: first, I get mansplained about my labia, and then I get kanye at the VMA's Taylor Swift. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. This Sophie, has been fun. would you fun. like me to
0: play Never Scared so you can fight Chris?
2: No, you need to play Bottle Talk. Okay, well, I need to find it I first. don't fight. I don't argue. I just hit that bitch with a bottle. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, this is officially the let... last.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs>
1: uh, I think feelings wise, it's so obvious. No one's beating Don at all. Uh, Not even close. Number two. Is Joey, but I honestly, I think it's pure. I think it's purely physical. Um, oh yeah, she
2: wants t- to fuck. Fantasy sweet baby final two. Fantasy yeah. sweets. Well, Xavier, no, but sweet. She's letting Xavier
1: go. Xavier, uh, she does not have super strong feelings for because, like we already established, she's literally she's doing that thing of looking for literally any yeah. reason to be like, yeah. no, I shouldn't be with this person. Yeah, which is yeah. like. Which that to me is like I as someone who has who has done that in my life, Mm. I I have a hundred percent of the time the people who I was like looking for the littlest reasons to get out. Mm. I Mm. have always ended up looking back and being like, I was an idiot like that. Like, I'm not saying that was my end all person, but like, right. That could like that was way worth more effort than what I was willing to put in. Whereas the amount of red flags I have ignored for people who were not wrong, but I wasn't nitpicking all the little shit. And like that to me, I think Charity is like, I think Charity is getting in her own way of a potentially beautiful relationship with Xavier because of the fact that she's purposely trying to be like, aha, see, I told mm-hmm. you, like, yeah. if you if you are so dedicated for waiting for the other shoe to fall, like you're going to end up making up. A- the shoe. Now that being said, yeah. even if she wasn't feeling this way, I still think right. Dalton was going to win it all. Absolutely, like, it's, it's just the no way contest she
0: is with Dalton. It's not even fair. Like, if we fa- move on to Dalton?
1: Yeah, let's let's do. Yeah. It. And then
0: Aaron. I think
1: honestly, Aaron was going to get the rose, Funny. but then the second Xavier finally said, like that was the thing that she got the hold against Xavier. And then the fact that Xavier is finally like, "Hey, I'm meeting your needs. I love you." She's like. Mm okay, then in that case, I have no reason to keep around air.
2: And also I can't send this guy home after I just met his mom with MS. Like I have to wait two yeah. weeks until after fantasy sweeps. Like she's, yeah, exactly. you know what? Sure. The, a charity, not for nothing, she's a strategist.
1: Yeah. That's
2: um, funny. the but what? how I'll start off, Dotten, is to say on paper, when you're talking about genuineness and authenticity mm-hmm. and loving and intentionality. Dotten and Xavier are on the same level. The difference is Charity wants to fuck Dotten. There is no sex appeal with Xavier. Xavier is gonna marry a librarian and I'm not saying this in like a kind of like, oh wow, maybe I am saying it that way and you guys can cancel me, but she did not, her body language was rigid her entire time. Her octave, she couldn't even move water with how flat she was talking and mm. her energy was so different the minute she's with dot and who I, again i do think xavier and gotten on the same level of sappiness corniness sweet <laughs> they will love you they will give you everything they're all about you they love this girl but she wants like we're, we're underestimating the power of sex appeal
0: i think there is that but i will say that there is something about the, the chemistry between them is enough to calm her down. I do feel that she's the most at ease with dotton and sees that in him as well. Like, I feel like the 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 ability for each other to calm each other down is doing a lot for them. I think her being able to calm him down is big because in the past episode... She I was going to ask, him... is this alluding yeah. to... Yeah, okay. so she pulled him into another room when they were on a group date. Where she he was like you know hanging out and she was like you want okay I'm gonna take you somewhere else she took him to her room at this resort they were staying at or whatever and sat with him and they just sat on a little couch together talking showing uh, her uh, she showed him a picture of herself as a child like they want to share each other's histories and not just they want to share each other's everything you know it feels like that's that's what they see the purpose within their love story to be. They feel like they, Dotton's so wholly wants to be with me. And that's the difference between Dotton and Xavier, because Xavier is going to be somebody who is like, this is our lives now. And I will give you everything I got. And like who we are, whatever Dotton's like, this is our past, our present, our future. I want it all. And I think with charity, that's a big deal. Yeah.
2: Um, But it's like out of all the dates, Doughton is the only one that included charity in the date. Like every other person, every person's date was so it was I, I, I. Like you can do, uh, you can go to a hometown and show them your favorite place or whatever, but there was nothing in the date that she was just a voyeur and just there like Doughton created an environment and the drive-in, which, harken back Very to something sweet. about his her parents and then yeah. uh, and now that i'm seeing the connection of the baby pictures of like how did he yeah. like this is he, he's saying this is my wife like he yeah. included her by telling her communicating to her like you are a part of my life and the other guys teaching someone tennis did i ask for that taking me to knit she what did the fuck? ask for
0: that she, she asked to learn tennis earlier on in the season she has. Well, been okay. Like, you so this, me. so a
2: lot of my, I think really people need to listen to me with a very like <laughs> what's lesser, what's lesser than a grain of salt An Iota of, of salt, because I, uh, I whisper. this again, like this is the first and last episode of this season that I, I have and will watch. So <laughs> I guess I, 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 there are some areas that I still mm-hmm. need context, but again, I did, when I was just objectively comparing all the dates, it was, I'm ready to show you and be there for you, I, I, I. And then with Dotten, it's we. And I think that speaks volumes.
0: Well, I mean, I think you might be right. I, I hadn't thought of it that way. I do think that that's a pretty pretty important perspective. That's really good. Um, let's get into the date. Uh, Dotton, they go all the way to Fresno, California, and his parents won't be there. Dot prefaces the whole thing by being like, my parents, they go to Nigeria for four to six weeks at a time and it just didn't work out. They couldn't be here on time, which is a real bummer. But my my siblings, my grandmother, they're, they're important to me and I can't wait for you to meet them. And already Charity's like, that kind of really fucking sucks. Like, she's already like, oh no, this feels a little less meaningful now. And... I'm just like what? Zoom them though. They're in Nigeria. They're not like de- like Zoom them. Get a link going. Yeah, what's
2: those, What's What's the FaceTime doing? I I think the it may be WhatsApp. It wouldn't be Zoom. They wouldn't be able to. there would probably be certain times where they can. Oh, true. That's where true. the Wi Fi's work. So it's what it's WhatsApp that they'd have to do it. Also, I
1: saw a tweet. That's a 26 hour flight. Hmm. From Fresno from fresno to nigeria so because of, the tweet was like girl they flew on that plane for 26 hours you better marry this man
0: yeah it's a nine no, it's, difference it's, i think time-wise
2: charity was acting in all the other dates. like again she doesn't want to fuck joe joey why do I keep saying joe but for her because for the mom to, to come and then also bring gifts she's never met this woman and already yeah. brings, like this classic nigerian kind of energy like Oh, and the I grandmother, the yes. grandma, like that is you are. They're like the everything else is formalities. Like you are our daughter in law. You yeah, are our yeah. family. And the way that Charity, it was the first time I saw her body language be relaxed. She was engaged, uh, engaged. She was engaged mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. the minute she got out that car or and walked in with him till the minute that she you know left yeah. the date from the football field. Like that's her family and I agree. When the parents walked in, like I I literally Oh, I
0: life. got chills. I got chills
2: when it, they showed up. It, too emotional. I got chills when they showed up. They sit at the
0: table, they tell the bungee jumping story. And, you know, basically his parents are seeing the happiness in him. They're like, Where are you at? What's going on? You fallen in love. You know, um his sister says something along the lines of he's not normally the type to be as vulnerable as he's told me that he's been with you and that is that is very special and i i also want to say to hear the
1: moment when the grandma was doing the talking head and was just like yeah they were like made bonded like from two, heaven yeah bonding or something like that it was just yeah. right off the bat yeah the family is instantly in love with him the way I that charity is like it's i mean mm-hmm. sorry The family is instantly in love with Charity the way Charity is in love with Dalton and Dalton is in Mm -hmm. love with like it's Mm -hmm. so like honestly most of the time it's 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 like okay it's really down to two people and then they have to keep the others because that's how the show works. Yeah. Yeah. I really think it's just it's like Charity has known it's been Dalton since like week two
0: or three. It's yeah, like Rachel I,
2: Lindsay.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think so. Here's the thing. Like his mom says, I adopted you already. Like, I'll take you to Nigeria. we'll Have a wedding out there. Like, you know, I will definitely accept you as my daughter-in-law. All this stuff. Which is a big
1: I, thing because shout out to me, all the Nigerian homies out there. That That is like from what I've
0: lear- like, learned, like learned through... <laughs>
2: Nigerian <laughs> yeah, moms are the hardest to impress
0: that's, that's, That ain't shit you is, get in overnight like <laughs> Shout out to Kix for talking to me about all the different African uh, 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 cultural uh, like expectations within families One night she went mm-hmm. over this because we had a Nigerian co-worker And she was like, well, you oh, know how Nigerians are And I'm like, Nigerian? I have no idea No OK, that's what I thought, because I wouldn't know I'm seeing kicks- her this weekend, by the way. Hi. Kicks. Oh, tell. tell <laughs> kicks. yo,
1: kicks what's good. Uh, no, I, I mean, I would have been surprised because like uh, if 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 someone's Nigerian, you'll know because they'll they'll point that out within the first five minutes of you meeting them.
2: <laughs> um, and their diction and dialect is so it's just the best.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Nigerians.
2: And 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 to that point, Nigerian moms are universally the hardest to impress and so for her to be that amiable and just welcoming and loving like they and you know what that's what spoke to me is that they actually listen like the love isn't infantilizing it's not like joey's mom Huge. who just can't i can't like the, the, the man's yeah. on, he's pushing 30 like he's, mm-hmm. he's pushing 30 and it's like you yeah, but just still be my baby like i feel like there's autonomy in their family i feel like there's respect and so when their yes. son tells them i love this woman it's like i trust your instincts i know you i love you yeah. so guess what i'm co-signing i'm you know uh crossing customs dance. let's go uh, yeah exactly yeah. like the 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 end credit scene i was like i wrote in all caps uh i will watch their televised wedding special like i will get <laughs> back that yeah. it, it's it's already confirmed i'm just waiting so when i see the people magazine article of what the date and the time i will yeah. watch uh, that
0: so remember how i talked about hometowns being boring I still believe that, but I do think that this is the level of love I have to see for me to be glad that I watched it. If I'm not yeah. getting any mess, I need to really believe that this is true love. I have in my notes, this is beautiful. I'm crying. This is what love looks like. <laughs> I, I swear <laughs> to God, if she doesn't fucking pick him. And then my next I, note is a goddamn airplane hanger. Uh, but that's for the next part.
1: <laughs> I truly... I. Tr- uh, I truly think this is one of those very f- microscopically few couples on this goddamn godforsaken franchise that ABC five, six years is gonna be like, See, see, it worked, they're gonna be parade together. Them around. They're gonna retire
0: yeah. Sean Lowe, uh, they, they're yeah, gonna, like that guy's Finally, not gonna get someone a TV. needs so, to thank God. This guy keeps, I honestly m- thought the last the one was time. gonna be
1: Michelle and. And fucking, Nate, yeah, I thought so And they I really thought they were uh, I it.
2: wish you guys listened to my podcast when it was on because I smelled fuck boy from Babatunde Day the minute he came out with those crisp crisp white shoes and white pants still, with no socks. I still don't think he's a fuck boy. I just think he looks like one. I don't know. Maybe real recognize real, Chris. Uh, maybe wow. oh, yeah. maybe you need to call your therapist. What? You know? I okay. already have a All right. speed dial like wow. you, you can play the soundbite now of "We're fighting."
0: Okay, Ooh. here we go. Just because you asked,
2: though. <laughs> I'm, wow. never <laughs> I'm never coming back here. I'm never coming back here. Wow! Wow! But How I mean, that was you? that was in jest. I, I mean, I had to get you back for mansplaining my labia to me. You know, that was rough. That was a rough. It's I, 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 just a reference. weird brand to go with. OK, I, 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 like, you just not
0: safe for consumption hey, of any kind.
2: Hey, hey, guys, like the thing about improv, like you can't you just say <laughs> what comes up like I, I, you of all people <laughs> should know, Chris, comedian, you of nah, all people I should still, know, how I still works. wouldn't.
1: I still wouldn't no, have gone. Continue, with...
2: continue to uh, alienate your followers. Continue, just just talk your time to a grave. So, uh... Uh, but we can... Listen,
1: If you but are I out I there, if you are out there at the store spending your money on Dasani or Aquafina, and yes, there was other them.
0: options, get them. Don't even bother going to therapy. It's not going to work. Let me. You're let me a lost you cause. Chris, ask I, me what happens if I go to a convenience store and all they have is Dasani and Aquafina.
1: Mike, what do you do when you go to a grocery store and all they have is Aquafina or Dasani?
0: I check two, three other stores, and if that's all they have, too, I'll buy one <laughs> as out of desperation and, 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 and complete <laughs> thirst. There's, I, I, I will check many different locations before I finally succumb to the fatal... Honestly, what I assume might be a fatal... Re- uh, and final uh, move of drinking that godforsaken uh, those me those personally awful brands.
1: I know this is the you know, this might make me sound too bougie to be relatable to our people, but you about to talk uh, about
0: Fiji water. Uh
1: No, that's 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 treat yourself water. All right. That's mm-hmm. that's fuck you money water. I usually go with uh water bottle, smart water. I go with smart water. That's my I go, go to essential. I
2: don't I think I'm pronouncing it right, but
0: essential Ascension. Ascent- Essentia?
2: E S S E N T I A.
0: I don't think we have that here. In-t-n-a. Oh, essentials.
1: It's essentials? e-s-s-e-n-t-i Well, how did you spell it? A.
2: I thought it ended with an A. There's an L and an S.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I thought I was spelling what you spelled and I accidentally typed essentials. <laughs>
2: Oh, I was like, yikes! I need to go up, up, up my meds. Like this, this is E
1: S S what?
2: E N T I A. Oh, E M T I A. Well, no, no, E N. It's like essentials without the L and the S.
0: Yeah, man, it's so simple when you break it down to just. Oh, here we go. Saying sense. Ascent-
2: oh,
0: yeah, I know this water. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> anyway, we get to the rose ceremony, which is held in a goddamn airplane hangar.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a ridiculous staging ground.
2: They had I fast forwarded through it because I knew. I did too. You think I she... either Aaron or uh, uh, oh, Xavier
0: home? I wrote my predictions. I don't know if you guys could see it. Those were my predictions. I wrote the check marks to indicate that I was right, but I'd already crossed out Aaron's name. So uh, we get to I the rose minute, ceremony. Minute 33, she's
2: sending Aaron home, prediction. And I was there right.
0: we go. Very good. Because Dotton, Xavier, and Joey all get roses, and Aaron gets sent home. And Charity says, I don't know what I'm doing. You fall. I'm falling in love with someone, but I just sent them home? Like, what does that even mean? Oh, my God, I'm so confused. I'm so... This is a hard uh, position to be in. Uh, and then we get a preview of next week, which I do not care to watch. Uh, I will wait for the episode. But I will say we were we were this close to having an all black final three <laughs> in the Bachelor, first time in the Bachelor history.
2: I was shocked that there were so many black people at four. I was like, oh, hey,
0: sure? right. But also so close to literally all black finale. Joey gone all black finale. Never is in Joey before. like
2: is he, is he is is does he have Sicilian in him? Is he like kind of like person He's of color or look. Jace? He's got he looks
0: Italian as hell. Like I just don't know yeah. what it is, and you know, and his hair uh, texture
2: was throwing me off. But you well, know, kudos I, to Charity for feigning uh, disappointment and hurt so well. Like. When she inevitably, you know, quits her day job and becomes a full time influencer, I really think she can make it as a Hallmark actress. Like, I think that will work out. And I'm happy for her because I believe. Yeah, I believe that those tears were real when she sent Aaron home. But, you know, she she showed up to work. She clocked in and she clocked out.
0: I'm going to be honest, I don't believe in her like that. I think this highly pressurized environment is what's doing the work here. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's she's much of an actor <laughs> at all, but she's... No, I, the tears are feeling like they're coming from real.
2: Well, no, they're real in the sense like she's not sad that he's leaving. She's sad about... Of just breaking their heart. Yeah, yeah, like... Yeah. It's not like she... Like, yeah, you'll send him home and you'll be okay. Like, anyone who's not Dutton...
0: She's good, yeah. Dotten's sticking around. Well, that does. Dutton, it for did the I call episode. him Dutton? You did, oh, well. but I was gonna let that slide. You know, it's you
2: Yellowstone, know. it's like it's always in my mind, and that's how I had to force myself to remember Dotten's name.
0: Yellowstone, oh, the show, yeah. Never seen it.
2: Is it any good? Whoa, yeah, it's really good. Which show I watch, watch anything, I watch anything that Taylor Sheridan does.
0: Oh, okay. I'll say, uh, this cinematic universe watching, is brilliant. I've got 40 more episodes of Married at First Sight Australia to watch, and then Jesus Christ, that's just that's like season. Love
2: Island. I'll never watch Love Island because there's 175 episodes for me to get through, and I'm like, I'm good.
0: You're robbing yourself of a good time, is all I'll say. But that is the end of the episode. We do have to go to our uh, roses and thorns segment, where we will. Tell you what our roses and our thorns are. Uh, Chris, do you want to kick us off? Tell us what your rose and thorns are this episode. Yes.
1: Yeah, so Rose goes to um, honestly, uh, Dalton and Charity's love like that. It w- yeah, we are anytime. actually witnessing love on this show. Yeah, it does um, definitely yeah. feel that way. Right. Yeah. And it feels like love that is not just, oh, you're in love because you're getting an all expense paid trip to Ibiza no. from ABC like this is like right. Straight up real ass y'all went mm-hmm. to Stevenson Washington and had goo eyes for each other mm-hmm. like y'all got some real ass love mm-hmm. um, and like their love is like okay like the once in a life like once in a while on this friend on this cinematic universe that we call the bachelor of like <laughs> okay so there actually is romance that can exist that on can this work. show of course, um, of course and then another rose goes to uh actually no, that's it. That's the only rose. Uh, actually no, another rose goes to Xavier just on the on the weekly or monthly basis. It's just hanging out with these old homies (laughs) at the knitting thing, like that. (laughs) So, like he comes in, and I know these ladies. These ladies, they'd be like, "Yo, so tell us about tell us about the mess, yo. Tell us Mm -hmm. about tell us about Ashley. What happened to Ashley? Like, you know, they gossip as fuck. Of course, Uh, I want to hang out with. Honestly, Xavier's making me want to get into knitting. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I kind of want to learn how to knit. Um, Classic, fuck especially as moves. someone who has ADHD, and I'm always <laughs> needing <laughs> to do shit with a oh, fuck off. Yeah, okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would hear it. You just like, let it slide.
2: But as well, so wait, you were ADHD. talking about your
0: ADHD, Mr. Rubik's Cube? Uh, what's the deal?
2: Yeah, that was so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I that. always need to be doing something with my hands,
1: and I think knitting will be a good substitute
0: uh but um for you and sweet boy so
2: you're what you're saying is knitting is the new puppy in a park thanks chris uh, Been a, a master class oh
1: wow, all wow. there is uh you this is libel okay
0: <laughs> this, is, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is
1: slander okay this is a comedy podcast
0: <laughs> we're not we're not held to libel or slander at all period. exactly i'm taking you um, to
1: court I'm taking you in this podcast to court.
0: What else you got for thorns? What do you for
1: for my thorns? thorns, We got pretty obvious. Uncle Joe. There it is. Bringing up all of this shit about Joey, but then not even giving us any answers. It felt very pointless, and honestly, kind of felt like Joe was projecting his shit onto Joey. Mm -hmm. Hundred percent. Also, of Thorn goes to. At the same time, I think everything that Joe brought up was very legitimate and valid. And Batch Nation, we cannot get upset because for quote unquote ruining Joey's chances. Because at the end of the day, you just have a crush on Joey. It's so clear. It's it's going to be Dalton. Like w- just let Joey I... fail so he can beat the Bachelor. Whatever. Like just let I... it happen. Um, and then uh oh. Thorn goes to. I can't believe I almost forgot to bring this up. Aaron B's brother has the most white bro voice I have ever heard come out of a black man in my entire Uh, life. uh, Like I legit, I missed that part when I uh, finally got around to starting the episode last night. So I was like looking down and I hear his voice and I'm like. Yo, did Aaron have a white homie come out? And then I look up, I'm like, what? <laughs> it was like a Patrick Mahomes situation where you're like, that's not his voice. Like, that's not. Someone's dubbing the audio. There's voice, no man. way.
0: That's his voice.
2: I'm so mad. I didn't know how real we could get on this podcast, but I had a whole like dissertation on the white bro and what they're used to. And I just, I just knew their number. So thank you for bringing that up because that was You're jarring. Welcome. it was jarring. Yeah. And, and again, who's who brought that cold macaroni salad? His, his, his wife. There's so, wife. yeah, just on uh, brand.
0: Well, now that Chris has done his roses and Thorns. Sophie, what do you got for us? What are your roses and thorns this week?
2: Uh, the only week uh, rose, uh, the hair department got the sewing right and the makeup department got the beat right. They fired the former and deranged Silas Casey, Aaron's mom and dad. uh, We got a tearful I love you, son, and embrace, a.k.a. the daddy issues combo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aaron is finally ready to commit. Joke. Uh, Coup de gras. Now the show wants to elevate their vocabulary. The families are Rose, particularly the sisters and grandma Mm -hmm. Tamatayo. And that's it. Thorns. Yeah. The black exceptional, the black exceptionalism, uh, Uncle Cracker, aka Uncle Joe. Uh-huh. So, how was the date? We went, we went, and we knit That exchange between Xavier and his sister, <laughs> and the kitschy jester music while Grandma spoke in her native tongue, as if that was a comedic interstitial like the the bachelor will always find a way to show how trash they are Mm -hmm, but mm. playing that like she's just speaking in her language and she's saying really beautiful things like Mm -hmm. the sweeping romantic music should have actually stayed you didn't have to do a sharp left to like this like fucking kitschy oh god um music so those are my thorns
0: Okay. Well, uh mine are gonna be pretty short and simple. I'll give you that. Like roses go okay, to do- rude. No, no, no. I'm just saying again, <laughs> I think hometowns are boring. That's, oh,
2: that's where I'm true. at.
0: I think hometowns are boring. Here's how my roses go to the families. I like the families except for Joey's. Mm-hmm. Uh I <laughs> his sister
2: really, his sister was gorgeous. His sister was rude. Really, nice. Yes.
0: Agreed. Yes. I think her name was Carly. Carly was sweet. But uh, I, I'm saying sweeping gen- generally, the families, of course mostly nice. Um, I love uh, a rose for Dotten and Charity's love in general. Absolutely. I will also give a rose to the moment of Dotten's parents showing up. I had I had chills, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had chills when they got there because I was like, oh, well, that's a bummer they're not going to make. Oh, my God, they're here. You know, it was just so fun. I <laughs> love that. I loved, I loved it so much. I thought it was so, so sweet. I love the drive-in. That's a big rose for me. I think the knitting circle deserves a rose. I think that the uh, Aaron playing the song that they first danced to on their first one-on-one is a rose moment. And I think his conversation with his parents also deserves a rose. I think that guy got a lot out of that date, even if he did not get a wife out of the whole show. Uh, he has that um, that lovely moment between his parents caught on film that he could never, ever say didn't mm-hmm. happen. And I think that this is going to lead to so much growth out of the guy. I think it was so necessary for him. And I'm happy it happened for him. Now, I mean, thorns- that
2: cured a lot of a mostly unavailable men Seeing Your dad can't tell you they're proud of you.
0: Yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, so my thorns are going to be <laughs> Uncle Joe the entire time. <laughs> Uh, Ma- Mama Kathy, uh, the fact that we just graze over the fact that Aaron's mom locked his ex girlfriend in a room for forty
2: five minutes uh, and trapped her
1: like that was just you know quirky indie movie shit.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, and
2: everyone's family does that.
0: And I will also give a thorn to charities need to find something wrong in Xavier. I think that was uh, that's a that's a pretty good thorn moment. And that'll, that'll do it for the episode, everybody. Come on back next week. We're going to be covering the fantasy suites. And make sure to uh, follow Sophie. Sophie, where would you like people to follow you and check out your stuff? Elevated Garbage is uh, your, your podcast. No, your LLC. But you got a podcast called uh, Intellectual Dumpster Diving. Is that correct?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the pod- oh, so the brand, which I, it's like a startup startup media company so Uh the umbrella brand is elevated garbage and the trash talking arm which is the podcast is called dumpster diving diving intellectuals and you could find the first episode premieres this thursday august 3rd or tomorrow since your folks will be listening to this on a wednesday um so it comes out tomorrow the trailer is already up and live you can uh, listen to it wherever you get your podcast and uh Instagram, it's just at elevated garbage, and just go to my link tree and it'll take you to wherever you want to go. But awesome. uh yeah, it's been so great. Thank you so much for having me on this thanks
0: again for uh, episode
2: the and reminding me why I stopped watching this show. <laughs> um, but, watch but, the show. but was the, the, the first night did sound hilarious, but Doton and Charity's love, I I felt like comfortable and i felt like oh this is nice um so it was I a know. nice episode to dip my toe back in but never again
0: fair i mean we didn't even tell you about spencer from night one that's neither here nor there he told me. you
2: just you you had me at spencer i don't even want to know that's six, <laughs> six that's a demon child like I stay uh, less okay
0: look up his intro it was good that was wild um Anyway, you can follow the podcast at We Didn't Get a Rose on Instagram and Twitter. Chris takes care of that. Chris and I both have Linktree's. Uh, it's very easy to find our stuff. Linktree slash Mike Carroza, M I K E C A R R O Z Z A, and Linktree slash Chris Mejia Comedy, uh, where you'll find all of our dates and deets. Uh, next up, I'll be in Toronto, August 4th through 6th. I'll be there for do- the disaster during a new friends fest, but I'll also be doing the crimson wave and a set at Tallboys on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just finished up with just for laughs and I'm going to need a break after that. So, uh, let's, uh, you won't hear many more dates coming out of me for a little bit, Chris. What do you got? What's uh, what's on the docket right now?
1: Um, uh, just uh, follow me at Chris Mejia Comedy on Instagram and TikTok at Tofor Mejia on Twitter and Twitch. Um, I have shows that I will be posting about to my Instagram. Um, but the big thing is, uh, later this month, your boy is going to be in LA and San yeah. Diego, uh, Ooh. to do shows. I'll be doing Don't Tell shows in San Diego on the Good. 17th and 18th. On the 19th, uh, once I hear back, I'll have a LA show, uh, just uh, but probably won't get confirmation for a bit. So, because of that TBD on that, I'll post the official once it gets closer. Uh, and then Sunday, I'll be at Chatterbox in Covina. Um, and then Monday, last time I did that show, I bombed. Uh, so you won't let's... bomb this
0: time, I swear to God.
1: Uh, Monday, I don't have anything. And then Tuesday, I'll be ending the L.A. run at High Note, uh, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, so come through uh, to my shows in L.A. And then the following weekend, I'll be in Portland, but still working on the sh- uh, shows for that. So
0: TBD. Keep an eye
1: on That's Chris's awesome, link on
0: Instagram. Well, that does it for us. Thank you so much, Sophie, for joining us. If you ever feel like dipping your toe back into these muddy waters, uh, you should Just shake quit, your quit while out. you're
2: ahead, Mike, okay? <laughs> quit while you you're ahead. Don't
0: decline immediately.
2: That was wild. <laughs> That's an immediate no. Usually <laughs> so people will be like, oh, oh yeah, sure. It. And
1: we just don't hear back from them. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. was straight up like, don't even bother sending them even, the message.
2: You know what? No, I'm That's setting totally a boundary. Correct. Something <laughs> that <laughs> charity <laughs> needs to learn.
0: There we go. Okay, well, that does it. I'm going to play the theme song now, and we're out of here. Good night, everybody. <laughs>